Thank you so much to our sponsors, Yellow Racket Records, a place for music lovers to discover, hear, and buy new and pre-loved records. Great staff, great coffee, comfy chairs. YellowRacketCHA.com and RC2 Realty Solutions Real Estate Investments. Robin Ring's got a brand new thing. Call 531-1722. Hey folks, welcome back to Storyville. Storyville here at fredpodcast.com. Well over a year of weekly editions of this little podcast called Storyville and uh, hosted by me, Nuga's own Jeff Stiles with a Y. Thank you very much. Short and sweet today. It's springtime in Tennessee. It's springtime here in God's country. And something I, I mentioned on the air this morning, the difference between this year And last year, well, there are a couple. One, well, we're not in the middle of the beginning of the pandemic uh, where everybody was still in serious lockdown and there was a massive malaise over the entire global population, certainly here in this country, in our neck of the woods. And the length of the spring we've already had has been substantial this year. Um, I enjoy my seasons in this order, fall, spring, winter, and summer. I know that puts me in a very small minority, but that's the way I feel about it. I like the things you can do in the summer that the warmer temperatures allow you to do, but I hate the heat. I can deal with cold over heat any day. And I have noticed, and I have been noticing, and I can notice, and I'll argue with anybody who says otherwise, I can tell the difference and the length of my two favorite seasons, spring and fall, between when I was a kid and a teenager and a young man and the way it is now. I do believe in global climate change. I believe it's occurring. I don't even want to get into the whole idea and aspect of what human beings are doing. I'm just saying I can see and feel and tell the difference, and the numbers back me up. This spring has been fantastic. The days have been warm. The nights have been cool. Everything is currently in bloom. Yesterday, I took off like I do virtually every day. At some point of the day, I usually take off with my dogs and go for a walk. And I tend to go to different places more often than not, just exploring the surrounding countryside. And yesterday I found a very easy access off of a little side road, off of a very kind of unused main road. And it got to this old dirt road that goes up the side of this mountain, which is across the valley from where I live, and it followed this creek bed. And I went for about a mile in the creek bed and on the old road and found many, many, many sites where you could tell they were old moonshining sites, lots and lots of glass bottles and old rusted cans and tubing and things like this. It must have been wildly popular among the Sequatchie County, Tennessee residents back in the days of Prohibition. And hey, don't get it confused. There are still people out there who want to make their own moonshine. It's kind of considered to be part of the culture around here. So, you know, you do need to be careful. You know, you could always come up on somebody's pot field, even though it's easy to find these days too. Some people are just DIY, you know, and out in the middle of the woods is where it happens. But it was gorgeous. I guess the whole point of this short Storyville today is last spring, 
I personally was just in a funk, uh, just a funk that, I mean, I was getting up, going to work. We made the decision, all of us that were together in the same small studio, that we would just continue to come in. I think we were the only media outlet in the city of Chattanooga, Tennessee, whose employees still all came to work. To this day, most of the TV and radio stations, their main personalities are still reporting and calling in from home. Um, and I, you know, to each their own and you got to follow corporate policy. I guess that's one of the reasons working for an independent uh, owner, like our station's owner is nice and working with people who basically can just sit down and make a decision among themselves. But I mean, I was, I could look at the blooms of the peach trees and the cherry trees and the wisteria and the dogwoods around here, which are just beautiful. And I knew intellectually that I was looking at a beautiful scene. I knew my eyes told me and they connected to my brain, this is a pretty day, but I never felt it. I just was in a malaise and it bothered me greatly. I really was beginning to question, is this just because of 2020 or is, is this me at 59 approaching 60? Am I just kind of losing my my touch and my connection with mother nature, which has been my guiding light all my entire life. So it was disturbing to me. I couldn't make myself feel the joy of being outdoors on a beautiful spring day. And this year it's just the exact opposite. Not only is the spring itself just, it seems to be lasting longer. It seems to be more in bloom, noticeable, it's like the, the season itself has developed a, a consciousness and it's decided to bring its A game this year. But I have that connection back and it's almost overwhelming. It literally, at times, the beauty of the area in which we live, and I've mentioned on this podcast before that I live out in the country on the top of a very, very sparsely populated mountain that looks out over one of the most beautiful valleys anywhere in the southeastern United States. I live in heaven, and it has been a wonderful season. And I'm going to give you a piece of advice. Anything that you enjoyed doing before last year and you were told to give it up, at least temporarily, or you felt like it was best to give it up, at least temporarily, or you just plain could not do what you wanted to do. Take part in the activities that bring you joy. I went to a concert last weekend, the first outdoor open air concert that I've been to in many, many, many moons. And I had no idea. I knew I was missing live music. Another passion of mine, the outdoors and music are my two greatest passions other than my wife and my family, of course. And when I went to this concert, it was a band called the Dark Star Orchestra, who are a tribute band to the Grateful Dead. And I'm a deadhead. I'm a longtime deadhead. And there is something that happens at a dead concert that doesn't happen at any other concert. I know it sounds like some sort of stereotypical hippie tripe, but there really is a bond between these people. It really is a tribe, 
a tribe in every sense of the word. It doesn't matter from what corner of life you come from, what you do for a living, who you're married to, who your parents were, what your name is, what, how much money you make. It, none of that means anything. Nobody is there seeking status. Nobody is there in a see-and-be-seen situation like is so often the case in a town like Chattanooga. Uh, You go to a show at a downtown venue, a lot of people are just going because they know that's the thing to do. That's the hip thing to do that weekend. And it's a see-and-be-seen sort of scenario, and you have to be dressed right and be on your best behavior. There is never, ever a better atmosphere to completely let your hair down, be yourself, and dance like no one is watching than a dead show. And this is as close as you're going to get right now. And it was so liberating. And I looked forward to it, and I knew it was something I needed. I actually go to, I have not been in quite some time, but for a long time there, I was going to a counselor. I had a severe traffic accident that knocked me out of commission. I have no memory of a three-day period, none whatsoever, lost time in my life, disturbing, Uh, rearranged my clock quite a bit. Then I shattered my leg in an accident, and I had four surgeries, and I was laid up and gained a lot of weight and got very lethargic. And then I was involved in a road rage incident, not my rage, but I was victimized. I was shot, and I have PTSD from that. I lost my entire career, my life as I knew it, because I was victimized by an idiot with a gun who was mad at me for driving too slow. All these things combined, yeah, I needed some help and and got some help. My counselor looked at me one day and got out a piece of paper and literally wrote a prescription for me, and it was, you and your wife, Rebecca, need to get to a music festival. And that's what he wrote down, and he signed it. And he said, this is my prescription. And because he knows how important and vital a part in my life that live music plays in these sort of atmospheres. But even knowing all that, I was not really prepared for the weight that was lifted off my shoulders that night. It was absolutely perfect. The weather was perfect. The sun was warm. The wind was cool. The skies were clear. There was a thin crescent moon. Every planet that is visible to the naked eye was out. The view shed was phenomenal with mountains and, and just these huge pasture lands, um, you know, before us and, and stretching out in both directions. And the music just makes you move. It makes you smile. You literally make eye contact with somebody walking by and you say to yourself, that's my friend. You see him later and you make eye contact with him again. You've never shared a word. There's my buddy again. And everybody feels that way. So my advice to you is find that thing that brings you joy that you've not been able to do for a while. Ask yourself if you can get away with doing it right now and get out and do it. And I'm just going to make this point, I guess. Everybody has bad days. You know, everybody says, just what a day I'm having. Everybody has bad weeks. Well, this is just this week has sucked. I'm so glad it's Friday. Sometimes you can have a bad stretch, you know, not my favorite summer. Guys, months just dragged on and on. I'm going to go ahead and say that psychologically, emotionally, spiritually, human beings can have bad periods that last much longer. They can have bad years, bad 
three to five year stretches in an otherwise very happy and satisfying life. And we have got to be able to expect that. I mean, into every life, a little rain must fall, right? Sometimes it just builds up and it just kind of just keeps on coming. If we're given, let's just go with the, the, the good book. And let's just say we've got our three score and 10 coming to us. That's what we're owed. Three score and 10. We'll live to be 70. A five-year period is not too big a chunk of time to have to give up and say, yeah, that was kind of a triple low buy rhythm time. A five-year period seems like it lasts forever, but over 70 years, it's not that much. It really isn't. And I feel right now, and I'm just sharing this with you because I hope this gives you a little hope. If you're currently down, I feel like I'm on top of the world right now. The effects of that concert have stayed with me this entire week. I have remained somewhat jubilant, and my energy level is coming back, and I feel the joy of being in nature and just seeing the beauty of creation around me. And I didn't do anything to change my scenario. It just changed on its own. Um, I'm always open to being more positive and more optimistic. It's not the way I, my brain tends to go. Um, I usually can find the dark cloud at the edge of every silver lining. But this has just been a phenomenal time, and I just wanted to share that with you. Um, get out. Even five minutes in the sun. Five minutes. Pull your car over next to a creek and just bathe in the green light coming through the trees and be quiet for a second and turn your damn phone off or leave it in the car and just breathe deep and say thanks to whatever you believe is out there that brought you this special place. I think it'll do you good. Thanks for listening. Fred Podcast wouldn't be possible without the support of our sponsors. Southern Segway, Chattanooga's first consumer Segway dealer. Find them at Southern Segway on Facebook and Instagram. Dr. Brett Moldenhauer, Institute for Acupuncture and Wellness. And North Spring Cryotherapy and Rejuvenation Center. Find them at northspring.com. For more, go to fredpodcast.com.